Welcome to another episode of F That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business, the podcast for people who are ready to question the status quo of online business and market their business however the F they want to. I'm your host, Sienna Seymour, and I create beautiful graphics to market your brilliant ideas. Today on the show, we're talking about the famous naptime hustle. That sounds like a dance. <laughs> Anyways. You know what it means, right? That you can be a stay-at-home mom and have a job and make money and it'll all be amazing, right? Well, in the online business world, lots of folks are promising you how easy it can be, how little you have to work to make full-time income, and how quickly you can get your business off the ground. So I wanted to have my friend Taryn Conwell on today to talk about the truth behind it all. She is the host of the Undomestic Mom podcast, and she's on a mission to dismantle the watered-down version of self-care in today's motherhood. She advocates for millennial moms to say no, establish boundaries, ask for help when they need it, and take a freaking break. So she's super sassy. I love her. You're going to love her. Let's get started. Hey, Taryn. Hello, Deanna. How's it going? It is going great. I am talking to you. I'm very excited. I know. Me too. And we're going to talk a little bit of smack, sort of. I feel like this is going to be a good one. <laughs> I do too. We love this. We love this kind of general topic. So I'm excited. I know. I'm like, we're bringing it, folks. We're bringing it out of Oxer onto we the are. airwaves. We're we going to get brave. We're going to brave. We're going to brave. Okay. So first of all, let let me okay i just kind of said we're not going to do this introduction but like tell people Brief. who you are sort of like briefly like what you do so we can understand like the context of why i was like taryn's the first the perfect person to talk about this topic sure yeah so uh my name is taryn i'm the undomestic mom i am a mom of three uh i live in the suburbs of chicago and i am the host of the undomestic mom podcast where i basically just help millennial moms carve out more time for themselves by doing less and expecting more so in variety different various ways uh finding more time for whatever they want to do whatever yeah. passions and things they want to pursue Yay. Okay. So also background story. Taryn and I met in Angie Trueblood's Go Pitch Yourself membership. Yes. Yes. Right? We did. Yeah. Um, the co-op. I forget. Yes. It was, of course, called Go Pitch Yourself. Yes. Um, and then it turned into a co-op. And so we met in there. And I feel like there's a lot of, okay, I'm starting off with something we didn't even talk about. Sort of... It's hard to sell like B2B. Am I going to sell B2B? Am I going to just help moms? Am I going to help mom business owners? Yes. And I feel like we've all done that. Like my old podcast started off business and then turned into like, I hate the online business world. I'm just going to help people be themselves. I'm going to host daily dance parties. And I feel like you've gone through some some twists and turns in your journey. So totally. do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Cool. Yeah. So I, um, as, uh, so just a little backstory is that before I had kids, I was a nanny and I knew that I wanted to stay home with my kids. But I also knew at the time that like my husband, he made enough basically to just like pay for our, our bills, but nothing extra. So going into this pregnant with my first, I was like, okay, I'll stop nannying. And then I'll at one point have a home daycare. And so I did do that. So my daughter, my oldest was seven months. She's now almost eight. So this is, you know, seven, over seven years ago, um, I opened a home daycare because for me, that was the easiest way I knew to make money from home while still staying home with my kids. Mm. Um, and so that, what happened was I hit kind of a little, uh, 
lull. I had two clients who kind of aged out. And then I was, for whatever reason, at that point in time, having trouble getting more clients in my home daycare. And that's when I started my blog, which evolved into um, podcasts and so on and so forth. But the blog really initially started as a mommy blog, which turned into a lot about meal planning and recipes. And that kind of went and it like found its way back to mommy blogging in the way that I wanted at that point, which was two years ago now, I really felt like, you know, we were almost a year into the pandemic at that point. And I felt like I really had a finger on the pulse when it came to why millennial moms were just trying to stretch themselves so, so, so thin instead of ever like getting help to really facilitate the things in their lives. And in fact, I, I know moms who throughout the pandemic worked full time and also watched their children, you know, cause a lot of daycare yeah. centers closed and um, these are people who had full-time jobs and, you know, continued to do that. And I, and then like, you know, which of course, at, when we were in the beginning stages, it was, we had to do that, right? Like that was what we had to do. But then as time went on, I almost felt like, these moms were taking, they're like, oh, I did it. So I guess I'll keep doing it. And that almost like, like we almost, we took a couple steps back almost. <laughs> and so I, and then I really felt compelled at that point to like, start like talking about these things in a way that's like, makes it, you know, attainable for anybody to utilize. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I haven't, I hadn't actually thought about the fact that a lot of people did do their jobs from home. I mean, I was a teacher and I was like teaching. I mean, let's be real. I was the art teacher. So my job was not as hard as a real quote unquote real teacher. I was like, oh my gosh, my colleagues. I'm so sorry that I'm the art teacher. So sorry that I chose this path and you did not. But I did teach from home with two yeah. kids at home. And right. eventually, yeah, like eventually. Because daycare... did your daycare close? It was mm-hmm. at the time where you're, yeah, yeah. And like, as soon as they closed, I was like, we're out. We're going to roll the dice. Like they might not get back in, but I don't even know what's happening. And I'm not like some people continued to pay for daycare, like, especially in the beginning, Matt and I were like, cut, cut, cut. We're out. Like, yes, who knows what's going to happen? Like, and we were, to be honest, we had just moved. So we were at a daycare that wasn't our first choice by our new house. So I was like, we'll just roll the dice and then we'll figure out what's going to happen. And they hadn't been there that long. It's not like they like knew all the teachers. We were just like, get them out and then see what happens. And yeah, like Ruby never went back. She just started kindergarten. Like she never went back. Um, but Jack got a little wild while I was trying to teach when he was like 18 months and started like, you know, running around. Oh, really? like when I started, he was like, you know, chilling, taking too long naps. And and then that happens. So, OK, so this brings us to the, the big conversation of trying to balance having a job or a career, like working from home and having your kids with you at home. Yes. Yeah. So um, also, it's funny that you brought up having an in-home ga- daycare because I almost did that when I stopped teaching. Oh. I mean, I do. I mean, I, I like kids. I was yeah, a little right. burnt like out kids. on the whole yeah. system. Yeah. But I was like, oh, Matt, like maybe we could do this and I could, you know, dream in of what I could do with the sun porch and blah, blah. And then I was like, no, no, I don't. I don't think I'm ready. I feel like we, we met a couple of the parents and the kids and I was like, Trigger, triggered. Yes. <laughs> now I can't be around kids again. Yes. I, had been on, I had been on like Microsoft Teams for a year, like able to like just mute them when right. I wanted to. <laughs> right. I, was like, I was like, I can't hang out with them in real life again. We can't we about like this. a step back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to have you on to talk about this myth that I feel like, and that's like, I'm like, here comes the smack talk. But this myth that exists in the online business world of like, you can just stay at home with your kids and make a bunch of money and it's right. super easy and super fast and it's amazing. 
Yeah. I mean, and I feel like we've talked about it before. So I was like, okay, yeah. let's come on and talk about it. Um, yeah. And now I'm like, hmm, what should we say about it? <laughs> we hate it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think I think my perspective is unique and in, in, a, in a good way. And that, like I said, it coming from the home daycare um, space, I knew what it was like to work with my children with me, obviously, um, and make money. Mm-hmm. But it was extremely difficult to, you know, I, I, I should, extremely difficult to stretch, but it was very laborious. It was tiresome. I was exhausted. I really think that like accelerated my burnout on um, motherhood in general. <laughs> and I actually stopped when the pandemic as well. Like I had been, there was a good two years where I was doing my blog and um, home daycare because, you know, the blog doesn't make money right away. And I think that's another lie that people are like, oh, start this blog. It's, it is not that easy. Mm -mm. And it was not making money. I had to continue being, you know, a home daycare provider. And that almost got me to be really strategic with how I thought about like time outside of daycare hours which other moms might think, you know, just the regular mom hours. Cause I was like exhausted. And then during nap time, I was like, I can't sit here and like write a blog post. I need to take an actual freaking break. Yeah. So I think, you know, when you and I have talked about it in the, in the past, I, I just have a lot more understanding that if someone says to me like, Oh yeah, this great, you know, like start a blog or be a VA or, and do it in the, in the, what I call the margins of life. It's just not that simple. And you mm-hmm. really, you're gonna, it's, there's going to be a lot more work nights, weekends, early mornings, getting help from, you know, paying, paying for that childcare that people are like, Oh, and then you won't have to pay for childcare. It's just like that. It's just, it's not realistic. Yeah. It's funny. You said that, that um, phrase in the margins of life, which I don't know that I've officially heard, but it totally sounds like something they would market it as like, you totally have time. You didn't even notice. Yes. But I'm like, (laughs) yeah, that's like the time when I'm bonding with my husband. I don't know. That's like kind of important to me or um, yeah. I mean, wait, like burning, burning the candle at both ends. If you're going to try to squeeze it in and Tell me if you think I'm just being harsh, but I also feel like the people who market this idea also seem kind of like they have it all together in all the other areas as well. Like their children's hair is brushed. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a very, it's a very type A personality. And and for me, it's something I just always thought I lacked and was like just a, a character flaw. And then I, you know, got diagnosed with ADHD at 36 years old. So I'm like, oh, this is just, you know, my ADHD. But something else I also learned is people with ADHD are extremely creative. So like we had that, it's funny because there's that element of it where I do sometimes see like, oh, these people are so put together, but then they actually struggle with the actual creativity element of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that that's... Uh, more so more than not uh, when I see someone like that it's either a it's a show you know they're putting out a show mm-hmm. and um I've known quite a few people who I've known people in real life who uh for example like I know who no longer friends with her but someone who was in an MLM and would present that to to her to her audience on social media how successful she was and literally told people that they went to Disney and like she had done that because she was an entrepreneur and then behind the curtain 
because she was honest with us, like her friends in real life. She was talking about how she put on her mom's credit card. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't care that you're, you, you want to put Disney on a credit card because your kids are little and like your mom's like, yes, let's cool. I love that for you. I would mm-hmm. never shame that. But you went and told a bunch of other stay-at-home moms or other, you know, whether they're working, they want to be stay-at-home or they want to, maybe they still want to work, but they want more money that they could pay for Disney by, you know, selling freaking, I don't know, what are they, skincare and stuff. But so, um, so I've seen it firsthand. And I think that's a big part of it for me is that I'm just like, there's, I've seen it in real, I'm not just talking about people I see on social media where I'm like, oh, they probably, you know, have a big mess and everything in their life sucks. No, I've seen it first freaking hand Mm -hmm. flat out lies where I'm just like, oh, that's people actually do that okay Great. I know I'm always like a real housewife I'm like I want to see the receipts yeah let me see those receipts from Disney I want to know who paid for it where to come from I want to see yes. your Facebook ad spend I want to see your revenue I want to see your how much you pay your VA or who your team yes. is and I do feel like there's a thing it's funny when you're in the online business world sometimes you get a little clouded and you're like Ugh. it seems like everything is true but every once in a while my husband will be like wait what and then, and then I'm like, sometimes I'm like, hey, you, you're making fun of this weird world and it's not supporting yes. me. Or I used to think that. Yes. But um, back when I had a photo business, I was paying a bunch of money to learn from this lady how to, you know, sell high end photos and frames and stuff to people. But he was like, well, if she makes so much money selling those things to people, then why is she also trying to sell you a course to? And I'm like, right. oh, yeah, good point. Like what? Yeah, if she, if it is so easy to just like she's making bank selling these photos and she loves taking pictures, then why? Where did this idea to like also sell and do co- sales coaching calls with me come into play? Like, yeah, hmm. exactly. All right, right, we're gonna need to see the receipts on that. Like, why are you doing this? Like, what's yeah. going on? Why'd you pivot? Right. Um. And meanwhile, teaching us that like this is amazing. You should do this. You can totally get people to pay you these wildly high prices and some people can and I I always like to say with conversations like this I'm not saying that a VA cannot make money or make a lot of money or make a lot of money yeah but sometimes things are sort of oversold Mm -hmm. or like uh Taryn and I were talking before we started like we wanted the goal of this episode to be like if you're there and you have kids and you're starting something and you're balancing it and you feel like you should be further along or you should be making more money like just know that homegirl's getting her mom to pay for Disney. <laughs> like yes. it might not, it's okay. And it's, it's not open mirrors. A lot, that, yes, a yeah. lot of times, a lot. You know, well, it's even, not a great sales page to be like, "Hey, would you like to join this MLM?" And you might get some money for a date night with your husband every right. once in a while. Right. Like no one's gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, yes, take my money." Like, right. I mean, somebody might, but yeah. just saying, like, honestly, you're probably gonna sell some nail wraps and you're gonna get some extra money to buy some sweaters on Amazon. <laughs> like, yeah, right. they, it's more convincing to say, I took my family to Disney. And then on top of that to also add, and it's so easy. I just do yes. it with my kids. Like you make so much and it's so easy. And it, it does. I feel like even if your brain knows, it's like, you kind of know it's suspect. You still kind of believe it. Cause who wants to just walk around thinking everybody's a bold faced liar? Yes. <laughs> you know, like even right. I still am like, Right. I guess it's a little bit true because I always think, who would lie? But then I hear more and more stories and I'm like, oh, I guess some people, lots of people, maybe. Who knows? Right. <laughs> or or in that example, it's so funny too because I, I mean, I, 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 I'm the opposite. I think everybody's a liar. All Like I'm too, I'm too like... <laughs> 
lot to give me the proof. Um, my friends have been like, can, can you calm down? Um, and so like, for example, with that story, you know, there've been times, you know, probably all done it where you've said to yourself, you see somebody online, you're like, how is she making this money? Like you're, cause again, for me, I'm always doing the mental math, right? They do a membership. How many people are in the membership? What did they see them last charge? How was their, how much are they charging for the program? Like they'll do pop up Facebook group. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know the cost of the program is a thousand dollars. I see they got 10 people. Like I'm doing the math on it. <laughs> and, um, and so there's a lot of times in life where people are like, ah, just how are they paying for it? Are you thinking that that girl asked her mom to put it on her credit card? You know what I mean? No, you're like, that's some people are almost like, wait, what? And I'm like, you don't, and I'm not saying that's like a low depth. Again, I don't, I, I, I'm not above that. Okay. I don't like, I don't have my mom to ask to borrow her credit card, but, um, it's, it's more so just people don't think about like all the different S they could have, or they could themselves have had a ton of credit card debt. Like they could, or they could themselves have not, you know, not paying for this or not paying for that. You know, people, a lot of times like go without, so they have a like nice phone or whatever. So it's just to say like, at the end of the day, like it's, it, it is taking me a long time to get to a point where I'm making a consistent income every month and I'm still not making an income that I can, that I'd be able to support my family on, you know, and I still have, you know, I still have a a kid at home. My two are in school full time and my youngest is home. And I think that's part of it too, is that, you know, a lot of these moms I think are still in in my phase where, where you have not kids in full time, but school Mm -hmm. full time. Um, And so when they look you know, especially if they started off at stay at home, I think mm-hmm. a lot of times that that's, you know, they, they go on maternity leave and then they look at childcare costs and oh, God, it doesn't work. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem worth it for me to go back. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so they stay home and they're like, oh, this is how I feel like we don't have any money and I want to make money. So they don't even want to look into childcare because they're, that's their whole, they're like, oh, my whole logic was we don't have to pay for childcare if I am here anyways. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, that's, yeah. it just, it's not, it's A, it's not sustainable and B, these opportunities are not just going to fall into your lap mm-hmm. right away. Well, and that's a job. Like watching your, yeah. like, like if you're going to pay a daycare or a nanny or somebody to watch your child, that's already a job that you're basically signing up to do. And then you're adding on blocking or VAing or whatever you're going to add on. Like, I, right. I think you're right. Like people think, oh, well, they'll just stay with me and then that, and then we won't have to pay that. I was very clear with Matt when I decided not to go back to teaching. I was like, it was when Ruby was starting kindergarten. So I was like, okay, she's going to kindergarten. We won't have to pay for that. But right. Jack has to stay in daycare or else I won't be able to get anything done. Like, right. I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't nap. Go- like, I just couldn't, how could I schedule podcast interviews and know that like right now, if he was here and he decided not to take a nap, which now he's permanently decided not to take naps. What, how would we do that? It would be ridiculous. So exactly. Yeah. No, mine is as we speak upstairs with my nanny who comes at a, you know, I have her 15 hours a week. Uh, I, do, I wish it was more. Um, honestly, it's like, that's my goal. Work more to pay her more just because I am, like I said, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I'm ready to not be home all the time with my kids. Um, mm-hmm. But I could, this is, and you know, like to be fully transparent, right? Like I'm on this podcast to promote my own podcast. This is part of my work. Mm-hmm. If he was down here right now with me, it would not be a good conversation. I'd be, my mind would be, I would not be, it'd be crazy. So when you think of those things, it's like there, you can't just do everything. And I'm not sitting here saying like, I'm never on my phone in front of my kids. I hundred percent am. However, if I was trying to do 40 hours of work, you know, and, and, and like 
that's how much I had to be on my computer, my phone. Like, what kind of what kind of life is he? He'd rather be at a daycare at that point. <laughs> he's like, can I go make friends? Can I get a friend, mom? <laughs> like, he's my youngest. He doesn't even have, you know, his siblings are at home. Can I get, like, somebody who's going to, like, actually, like, teach me something? So, yeah, there's, like, the, there's so many parts of it where it's, like, you, it's, I don't, stop selling this thing that's not, stop putting more work on mothers. Like, yeah. it's, it's just, no one would ever say this to a dad. No one would ever even though my husband can fully work from home and I make an actual salary, right? No mm. one would ever expect him to do that while also taking care of the kids. Ever. Yeah. Well, never be said. You also said 40 hours a week and that sparked my brain to be like, oh, let's talk about this other myth of how you can make a full-time salary on part-time work. Yeah. That's who's, like whose full-time salary? What are you talking about? Like, I just... Oh, that's another one where I'm like, okay, so now it's going to happen fast. I'm going to be able to do it seamlessly with my children around me. And awesome. What what are all the other chumps in the world doing working 40 hours a week when I can just work 10 and make more than that? Like it just does not add up. I don't, again, with the receipts, I'm like, I don't understand the numbers. And if somebody's listening and they want to get in my DMs over on Instagram and tell me how it works. Yes. But I'm like either, especially at the beginning, especially if these we're talking about people who are just joining the online world, you know, you'll hear things be like, all you need are, you know, five, 10 figure clients. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll barely work. But how am I getting a ten, one 10 figure? I've never, you know, like I've never even got one, let alone five. It's that. Please stop. Please well, stop and also, who are these ding dong rich people who just give away their money for nothing? Like, I'm like, you still, I mean, yeah. I have like bigger clients, but I. I do a lot of work for that. Exactly. Like, yeah. Not too right. much. Like I value my time, but at a certain point, especially, I feel like it's not just one hour coaching call a week that you're doing yeah. where you're just like, oh, my one hour, I got my $10,000 paycheck for the month. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I mean, you have a podcast, like we're doing this right now. Nobody's paying us to do this, right. to create content or market ourselves or there's so much other stuff. And I have streamlined like, you know, static yeah. nine grid. I'm like, I'm not posting the grid. What am I getting? I barely post stories. I mean, I still have reels from December at the top. Like I haven't done, you know, like I yeah. have scaled back and I still feel like I work a lot because yeah. I want to keep, like I have discovery calls on the books because I show up and I'm getting stuff done, but you, it doesn't just magically, you just pop in a Facebook group and like say you're a VA and then you have enough client. Like it just, right. it right. just, totally minimizes it which I think is obviously to sell programs to teach people to do this but I think it ends up also making people feel like there's something wrong with them and I'm just like ah there's nothing wrong with you if you have to actually work 40 hours a week to make full-time pay like that's a full-time you know I'm not and I'm not advocating for a 40-hour work week I probably work a 40-hour work week I'm like terrible at tracking my time but um because I do still like even with just my kids being at school and daycare, like I still have to sneak things in sometimes on the weekend or get something. Right. You know, I'm working on my systems. I don't yeah. have it all down pat. Um, I could probably be a little more efficient, but. No, my husband does too. He's, he's definitely doing stuff at night and at the weekends and, do, and check it, you know, like I, 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 again, I think as a generation, we are very, we, we don't have work-life balance, you know, like mm-hmm. at, at, it's, it's hard for us. Um, my husband actually just told me a story about someone at, one of the guys who works for him saying like, why well, I'm on lunch when a problem came up. He's like, why well, I'm on lunch. I'm like, was he? He's like, yeah, but we had to get this. I was like, 
you have, and, you know, this guy's got 15 years on us. And he's like, dude, I'm on lunch. Like, this is lunchtime. I will get to it. It's not like, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And so that's part of it too, right? Like we, we have, we were constantly on, but um, when you work for yourself and you're trying to like, you know, get clients, keep clients happy, have them refer you to more people. uh, Yes. You want to go above and beyond. And if something pops up, you want to attend to it. And I personally, you know, for a few of my clients, I do a couple services, um, cause I do, so I have the podcast, you know, I have the blog and that has slowly started to generate money and it, you know, generates, you know, it is growing, but I'm still not at a place where I think it's like the amount I want to make. So I have also started taking on some freelance clients and doing VA type stuff for them. Mm-hmm. And some of the things I do are in real time that mm-hmm. I can't, they can't be scheduled. They can't, you know, and it's, it's a service I offer. So yeah, every, every day I'm at least doing like a little bit of work mm-hmm. and it's not um yeah it's not this neat and tidy little 10 hour week well also i'm like i think it's okay like it's okay to do yeah. work for your job yeah <laughs> like, like, what is that happening yeah. what is that but it does feel weird it does feel like you're like okay well i'm gonna actually like have to check in with this client and you know yeah because they're your client like it's just weird but it almost does feel like oh i know i'm not really doing it right because it's not like super easy it's not all automated I'm not getting paid to do nothing yeah (laughs) there is like this whole um because if you could get paid to do nothing then you could watch your children and have fun with them and take them to the library but if you're gonna be a VA and work 20 30 hours a week to make maybe what you made as a teacher working 40 or if you're quote-unquote a real teacher (laughs) not the art teacher (laughs) also I had been teaching for a decade and I was an art teacher so I'm just anyways uh you know like Real jobs, real, like, I mean, when I say real jobs, I mean, outside of the online business world, like lawyers aren't like, sweet, I'm a lawyer. Like they work hard, like they get a lot of money, but they also go to work. Or I have a friend whose husband like works in marketing at a marketing agency here in Richmond and he makes a ton of money, but I'm pretty sure he, I mean, I'm sure he gets time off, but I think for the most part, Monday through Friday, he wakes up and goes to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I don't know why in the online business space, there's this myth that you don't, you don't have to actually really work. Right. Someone will just give right. you money. Yeah. And, it, and, and, and in that note, you, you know, something you said about like, if you're a VA, maybe you're going to work 20 hours a week, um, which is amazing. Right. If you consider how much you charge for your VA services and you, consider childcare options. That's the thing too, is I think a lot of times people, and again, I'm talking to moms out there who are doing these things with little kids at home, not school age and above. Um, but you know, before they could get to public school where it's like the free seven hours, essentially. <laughs> yeah. That's where we get that free thing. Right. <laughs> uh, anybody with, you know, kinder, below kindergarten age kids, um, they, uh, there's, it's not just, oh, I, I don't want to put my kid in a daycare center for 40 hours or 45 hours a week. Like, sometimes I say things and like, oh, I just, I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Please don't think that's the only option. There are lots of options out there. You know, like I said, I have a nanny now for 15 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also have, again, as a, I had a home daycare, I had part-time clients. I had clients who only came uh, two days a week. I, there were so many variety of things. You daycare centers sometimes will do part-time home daycares will do part-time nannies. I've also, in the summer, 
I use a mother's helper who's like a much younger babysitter anywhere from, you know, ages 11 to 14. And these girls take, you know, less an hour than my nanny does. Mm-hmm. I also have a high school babysitter. I'm like, I got child. I'm like, let me tell you all about the childcare <laughs> options. So if you ever want to talk about, okay, how could we, what, what are my options? I'd be happy, you know, like feel free to DM me on Instagram. Um, but it's it just want to like open that up. Yes. If you say I'm going to work 20 to 30 hours and let's just roughly, let's just say you're going to make $30 at an hour initially being a VA. Mm-hmm. If for even 10 of those hours, even half of it, you're going to pay a babysitter or a nanny, you know, half of what you're making, maybe 15 mm-hmm. bucks an hour. A mother's helper was even less. Think of it as a whole, at the whole process, not just like, oh, I said I was never going to pay for childcare. Because I feel like sometimes a lot of people get hung up on that. Like, mm-hmm. I said I was never going to pay for childcare. Like, so white knuckled to that versus oh, can we spend $100? You know, like mm-hmm. we don't, it doesn't have to be that much. Like, yeah. can we spend a little bit of yeah. it as yeah. a business class? And these are the same people who will also, they'll buy a $500 course like that. They'll join a yep. $100 a month membership. They'll like, and I'm not saying I don't do those things too, but I'm just, you know, like in general, it's like, can we look at what, you know, we need to, to actually get the work done? Oh, that's a good point. That's so good thinking about that, spending money on courses or things that you yeah. could be spending on childcare to get the work done or work more hours to make more money. Yes. Because we think if we buy a course, the course is probably promising us like how we can not work and make money. And then we just spent $500 and then it's right. not true. And then we're at 500 in the hole. Yeah. We definitely can't pay for childcare. Right. And I'm all about courses, but oh, sometimes it's like, okay, get the babies are going to come for just 10 hours, not even be less for what the course costs. I like YouTube it for a couple hours and then start working on it. Like get your hands dirty. You'll see it just, it's, it is interesting to me how much, because again, if you're, t- if you're like, well, I want to be with my kids. Okay. When you're taking a course and you're trying to learn Pinterest ads, that kid behind you is not getting mom. Like they're just, you know, they're getting Timumi Zumi if they're my kid. So, and again, nothing wrong with that. But if it's this constant thing that you're saying to yourself, but I wanted to be home with my kids and that's why I do it this way. Well, are you present or not? I mean, that's again, they'd mm-hmm. rather be, my kids love when the babysitter comes. Oh, they yeah. love when the babysitter comes and plays. So I'm going to play with them. Like they yeah. love it. So, you know, think about it in those terms. I just kind of like to break down the barrier. It's not, they stay home with me all day or they're in a daycare center for 45 hours a week. There's yeah, a lot like of get creative with it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Right. Um, and I just wanted to point out one more thing because I feel like we're reaching that 30 minute mark. And I feel like in my mind, I don't, I'm so self-centered. I'm like, that's how long it used to take me to get to work. So that's how long a podcast should be. But I, I, li- I listen at 2X. So I'm a little more like, Ooh. I'll be a little bit more, all right, all right. more like so, well, 40 minute so- podcast, only 20 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, that feels good to me. Yeah. Um, I was going to say also people who say you can do it and only work 10 hours. Also probably true, but if we maybe dig and check the receipts, they might be hiring out a lot of their work. And so they are only working 10 hours a week. But if you don't have the money to hire, and I'm talking like, you know, like if I I, I think about this sometimes, because I'm like, if I was rich, if I came from money, and I wanted to start my marketing business, and I could have a mini team like straight out the gate and just totally. be like, I'm going to invest like I'm, made, I'm talking made up numbers now, but I'm like 50K this first year or 100K just to get this started. I'm going to do Facebook ads. I'm going to hire a VA. I'm going to have a podcast manager. Like all I have to do is show up to the microphone, blah, blah, blah. Like I probably could lightning speed my 
growth and build a business. And maybe that could work. I could see how that could work. That's like the shark tank. You got an investor. Maybe it's family. Money, right. Maybe it's my husband, whoever, right. partner, whatever. But for the reality for, I think a lot of people who are buying the courses that or watching the reels or scrolling through Instagram and seeing the messaging that this can happen quickly and this can happen and you only work 10 hours a week. There's like other resources at play to like, it could happen just as a caveat in case anyone's going to fight me on Instagram and my DMs. I see how it could happen, but I don't think it can happen for just anyone. Like it couldn't totally. happen that way for me. Like I'm right. bootstrapping this thing. Like, and I'm still sending my kid to daycare. So I was like, okay, daycare is putting me a little bit in the hole. Like I have to make this much to make it make sense and da, 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 you know. And luckily with my ADHD brain, I'm creative about numbers. I'm like, well, teaching minus two kids in daycare was basically nothing. So as long as yeah. I'm making basically nothing, right, Matt, <laughs> I can keep, I can keep trying. Right. Right. So that got right. me like, you know, a few months and a few more months. And like you're saying, kind of building it slow and not spending 500 maybe on the course. Not that we have anything against courses, but getting scrappy on YouTube and like doing the next thing. I love what you said. Cause, um. Like just doing the next thing that you need to do to make more money instead of like this big picture thinking and building things that take time. You know what I mean? Like now I'm on a soapbox, but I just think a lot of the messaging makes us feel behind and we work extra hard to try to catch up when really it's just like, if you want to be at home with your kids, who's going to give you money and what can you do to get that money? Like that's how easy it is. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. And that, and I, and that exactly. I think outside the box. Um, I think I said this to you in a Voxer last week that, you know, when I had a home daycare, it, it was not prestigious, like it, or not, I don't want to say prestigious. It was looked down upon. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was a profession that people looked down upon. I'm like, I will not lie. When I then started transitioning to, like I said, fully the pandemic sped that up, but like fully being like, okay, my blog, my podcast, um, like these are the things I'm going to do. I tried coaching for a little bit, but like make money. Um, that was much more uh, prestige. Like, like, oh, like, that's, oh, that's a real profession. You know, people thought like that was a real profession. Um, I made the most money I've ever made as a stay at home mom, you know, work from home mom with a daycare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so if you're somebody who's like, thinks that could be something you'd be interested in or they're, you know, household things like, doing things that maybe people just say like you don't feel like it's that prestigious just like think about that for a second because there's just like a lot of noise I feel around like being this online business owner um that's that we just we build up in our heads that necessarily doesn't need to be the stigma that doesn't need to be there versus like another like job that you could be doing you know well the hype I think the hype is like Oh, you're doing something cool and eat like fun, like blogging yeah. and podcasting sounds right. fun and easy and cool. Yes. And you're like making money or you have the potential to make money. Whereas like running an online, like running an in-person daycare in your home. Yes. Sounds it like, caps. dang girl, you're, do- but also like you're working hot, like you're yeah. working. And yeah. I think there's like almost like we were saying before, almost a stigma at this point around working right. <laughs> in the online business. Like, you know what it like it's yeah. just there is almost a stigma. Like if I said, Oh, I work forty hours a week, I do think some online business owner people would be like, 
why is she working 40 hours a week? She should raise her prices. She shouldn't yes. have to work 40 hours yes. a week. Right. That, like a whole nother conversation. But because right. people, I do feel like if you say you work hard or you work long hours or you work it, like people are like, what? Why are, yeah. you, why are you doing that? And it's right. like, I don't know. It feels good to me. And I'm not saying, like I said, I don't keep, I'm not very good at keeping track. It's part of my New Year's resolutions to understand my business a little better. I have some systems. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah. I just wanted to have you on today to talk about this stuff and make people feel like, oh yeah, I, it's okay. Like, and also yeah. if, if you just work less and make less and get to take your kid to the library, that's okay too. Like you don't right. have to make six figures <laughs> and stay home with your kid and not pay for daycare and like, Ah, it's too yes. much pressure. It's yes. too much pressure. And one other thing I'll say to that is if you, if you started, you know, so is the perspective is different from whether you were working mom first and then you went to stay at home or what you wanted to work, you know, from mm-hmm. home with your kids versus, like I said, I started a stay at home. Um, don't let that part feel bad either. I mean, I literally say to everybody, I was like, I work to pay the nanny at this point. Like I just, I needed a break from being a stay-at-home mom. So pretty much all the money I make it, I just funnel it up to her. And that feels good to me right now. Like that feels really good because I get these time away. This is fulfilling for me. Again, like you said, it's the fun. They asked, I was drained from running a home daycare. I'm not going to sit here and say I could have done it for 20 years. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my podcast. I love my blog. That's very fun for me. And it uh, takes time. So, so like, even if, and you're, it took, if you're and covering it, this, yeah, yes. like it takes time for a podcast. You don't just like release well, a podcast and you're Joe Rogan. You have to keep showing up consistently. We know all the things people say. Right. And again, not glamorous, but it just takes time. But a sales page doesn't, is not as convincing if they say, um, I'll help you start your podcast. Like it'll be a while until you yes, right. <laughs> make money, you know, right. and every once in a while there could be someone who like magically bursts on the scene and yes. it's like profitable right away. But like also people buy a lottery ticket and win the lottery. Like that doesn't mean that I'm going to buy a lottery ticket. It's just kind of the same pipe dream, I guess, yeah. in a way, like the yeah. odds are it's going to be constant right. work. You right. Know? Yeah. So. so if it feels more realistic for you, or it feels more just like, ah, oh, that wasn't as easy as I said. They thought it was going to be that you're in the same boat as all of us. Like it yeah. definitely was not as easy. Yeah. I've definitely not made a good hourly wage yet at this point as a blogger for what I've put into it to what I've gotten out of it. But it is fulfilling and it is, um, you know, it's, it's something that I enjoy doing. And look at again. And also too, as I could own my privilege, my husband makes enough, like I said, to pay for the things we actually need. If mm-hmm. that wasn't the case, I would have to be back out there nannying or the daycare would have to be full to the brim of clients because we would need that money. And I wouldn't have this time to just like, you know, how much can I make? You know? Yes. And again, that goes back to like everybody's circumstance is different. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. So don't believe the hype, y'all. Just yes. that's, that's the name of this yes. episode. Just kidding. Yes. It's a working title. It's a working title. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Taryn, this was so fun. Thank you for coming it on. Was. I'm glad we like shared all our Voxer secrets with everyone. Yes, yes. Super fun. And, um, okay, tell them how to reach you, reach out to you. I love that. Like, seriously, you guys, Taryn's so nice. If you do have questions about all this stuff, like hit her up in the DMs. If you want to yell at anybody, you can hit me up. Or maybe her. <laughs> She's kind of tougher than me. Do a group chat. Yell at us if you want to know. Don't say that. Um, uh, yeah. No. So I, like I said, I'm the host of the Undomestic Mom podcast. So if you go uh, there and want to hear me talk more about these things about, like I said, finding the time for 
getting whatever you want out of life, whether it is you want to work and start a blog and work from work for yourself from home or carve out time in other ways. And it really is the trickle effect. There's, I talk about so many things. I talk about getting your husband or your wife, whatever your partner is on board with sharing the household load as far as chores and childcare. I talk about, like I said, paid childcare help in variety of different price points. Uh, and then I also just talk a lot about just like saying no to things you really just don't want to do. So uh, that I'm sure you'll link that in my podcast below. And yep. then also I'm on Instagram at undomesticmom and you can always DM me over there. Yeah. Anything about the childcare, if that, like I said, I was a nanny, had a home daycare. Now I have a nanny, a babysitter, mother's <laughs> helper. Uh, and I would be happy to talk any of those people through any of those sort of things. Awesome. Love you. You're amazing. And I'll talk to you soon. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So if you're a mom, especially of little ones, are you trying to do it all by yourself? Are you feeling like you're behind? Are you feeling like a failure? I mean, I remember kind of feeling like I sucked at both my business and being a mom at some points before my kids were off at school and baby school. Baby school is what we call daycare here. Let's see more. But if you're having any of those feelings, just remember that you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes of anyone else's business. Hello, Disney, mom's credit card. What the heck? That's crazy. Also, you know, I've been obsessed with Phil Stutz right now from the documentary Stutz on Netflix. And he says that there's three things that are always present in life. Pain, uncertainty, and constant work. So I think that's honestly a lot of what Taryn and I were talking about. It's just, you know, I'm just saying, if you feel behind or stressed, try to give yourself a break and enjoy the ride because it's really just part of it. No matter what a sales page tells you, that's just going to be part of the journey. So just try to enjoy it. Okay, I'll see you next time.